Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Bigger, better, better. The Chad Prather Show. Bigger, better, better. Bigger, better, better. Bigger, better, better. Bigger, better, better. The Chad Prather Show on Blaze TV. That's a mouthful. How you like that? I like it. Steve, you're a man of many words. I am. It's <laughs> too early for this. <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, uh, Steve Helms commented on Instagram and said, um, slow day for podcast guests, huh? He was talking about you. Oh, what, what, which podcast did he listen to? Did he listen to one the day that I was sick? Steve Helms has never listened. I was going to say, he doesn't he listen He doesn't to listen to the podcast oh, at okay. all. But we're getting, I'm still getting used to being in the new digs. I like being here in Studio 22. Going forward, by the way, Mark, it doesn't matter what studio we're in, it's Studio 22. Studio Going forward, that's 22. Studio 22 is the deal. Isn't it right behind me on the yeah, wall? it's on the wall it's right like, there behind right here. me. So can everybody can watch the podcast now. You can listen to it. And what's funny is I had somebody the other day who sent me a message who said, you know, would you would you start putting the podcasts on YouTube so us normal everyday folks can get them? And, and I said, well, all you got to do is go to The Blaze and go to any of their pages and, and just hit the link. You can play it directly from the website. So It you, doesn't cost anything to play it from their website, right? No. See? No. It's easy. And people say, well, I can't afford – I can't afford – the Blaze. Well, you don't have to subscribe to The Blaze to listen to the podcast. It, you, But I recommend it so you can watch all of the good quality program we're, we're yeah, putting a together. bunch of other stuff on That's there. That's right. Like Humor Me with Chad Prather. That's a yeah. fantastic show. That is. It's amazing. Amazing! That way people can see me be the butt of your jokes. Exactly. Just, you know. But now they can watch the videos. There's no excuse. You can get all the Chad in your life that you need. Uh, that's a lot of Chad. I get a lot of Chad. That's a lot of dangling Chad is what that is. You go to blazetv.com slash Chad. Got a new promo code, CPS, for the Chad Prather Show. CPS. CPS. $10 off. You can use promo code Chad. You can use promo code CPS. I'm giving you the deals. Is that $10 off for the whole year? The whole year. Annual subscription. $10 off. It's a great deal. Yeah. You're basically paying $7 a month, give or take. Give a little. That ain't bad. Take a little. I'm going to have to use that code So save what I can. So something that happened, I, I want to talk about this. Um, it's on my politicalcowboy.com. And uh, i give a shout-out to my guys at Road Armor, too. They, they've, got, they've still got my truck. I think they're almost done with it, though. So I was on I was on Sarah Gonzalez's show, The News and Why It Matters, with uh, Stu and with Glenn Beck. And it, we had been so busy, I really didn't know what was going on in the news. That's me every day. <laughs> I know. You you, re, you pay a lot more attention to the news now that you run, well, like run the ha- roads with I me. I feel now. like I have to or I'm just, yeah. you know, another dumbass <laughs> that doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> no, you're still a dumbass. Yeah. I know. But the, um, you got a lot more political. Like you've always, you've never been right heavy into politics no, or anything like really. that. not really. I'm always kind of, I've always leaned a little right, more conservative, but uh, I've always been kind of in the middle on most things. Like a dead possum. Yeah, it's kind of, right you know. in the middle of the road. I'm like, you do your thing, I'll do my thing. You just leave me alone, and I'll leave you alone. Yeah. That's most of my politics. Yeah. But that's, yeah, I mean, you're, you're a good, solid libertarian Is that, in that regard. And you just just don't cram it down your throat. Yeah. You know, yeah. basically. That's most things. I don't care what you do. Just don't cram it down my throat. <laughs> yes. Don't 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 make me, you know, don't try to legislate your morality onto me. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But you pay a lot more attention to it. So anyway— Someone called me uh, politically radical 
the other day because they were wanting to know, and I'm going to get to my point in a minute <clears throat> from politicalcowboy.com and the news item that I talked about today on the news of why it matters or recently on the show. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, somebody was asking, you know, who out there in the world of speakers, which I'm out there in that world, uh, is speaking kind of for the world of agriculture and, and farmers and ranchers and stuff like that. And someone mentioned me on Twitter and the person said, why do why I want somebody who's not a political radical. And the person said, what about Chad Prather's radical? And they're like, well, you know, he just talks politics all the time. That makes person radical. See, that's the crazy thing. If you, it's, it's this thought police, the word police, all of these things we, we throw around these words these days that we don't even know what they mean. So if you let, if you don't stick your head in the sand and ignore current events and topics of the day, when, when things affect your life, like politics, if you talk about politics at all, you're a radical now. You're a radical. People, people think that, oh, all you do is talk. If you, if you are conservative, you're considered a radical these days by the mainstream. People are going to say, oh, well, you, you, you're full of hate or racism or homophobia or Whatever, xenophobia. You know what xenophobia is? It's when you don't like foreign people. Okay. You're afraid of them. Scared of them. I'm not afraid of them. I'm not afraid of anyone. Been around them. <laughs> I've been around them. I had Thai food today. I'm not afraid. We ate Thai food today. Um, yeah. But that's the thing. Is it's so to the point, Rob Lowe, everybody knows Rob Lowe, the actor. Yeah. Rob Lowe. What did he play in? Man, I'm gonna punch you in the face. He was he was on the West Wing. He was in uh, um, About Last Night. Rob Lowe. He goes way back. Though. Way Wasn't he back. like a teen? Like when we were teens, he was like a teen heartthrob kind of deal. Maybe to you. Well, no, but maybe so. Maybe Jason likes him. It's Jason Hernandez, our metrosexual produ- producer Yeah, yeah, uh, of Humor Me. So <laughs> anyway, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So Rob Lowe comes out with a tweet after Elizabeth Warren had announced her uh, presidential bid. Uh, she's running for president. And, of course, she's been proven that she's not Native American, even though even on her Texas bar exam application, she said she put American Indian. That was her race. And she's not. Yeah, I mean, her, she, I don't know a she, single person in my life that doesn't claim to be some portion of I, Native I don't, American. I don't. Either. I don't. I did the DNA test. I am one hundred percent white. Yeah, I one Everyone I speak to, Eastern European, British, but they have that Scandinavian. Same, they, they all have the same story. They always. Oh, well, my grandma said that we had Indianness. Exactly. I've heard that from everybody. So she's not alone on that. Now she just took it to the, you know. She well, used she, it for what she, she used it for illegitimate gain, like yeah. scholarship. She money wasn't telling and bar like stories that. and stuff right. about so, her Native American heritage. She was trying to get something over on the government. So Rob Lowe, who he speaks out on politics, and and you know he, he made a joke, and his joke was he said Elizabeth Warren would bring a whole new meaning to commander in quote chief. Classic. That's awesome. That's yeah. funny. Exactly. It's a good joke and. Of course, Twitter went berserk. People on Twitter went berserk to the point where he finally had to delete the tweet. Which I don't is understand stupid. why he would delete it because Twitter's a big joke anyway. Right. I mean, it is totally. That's what it's for. I love how it's people judge. Jokes do you do too just, much Twitter, Mark? Twitter, do you do much Twitter? 
Not a lot. I hate it. I love it, but I hate it. And uh, it's just a barn fire. I mean, it really is. That's where you can go throw a rock at somebody and then run. <clears throat> so, you know, it's just, just – and that's the whole thing. You know, you go to politicalcowboy.com. We've got an article on there. It talks about just identity politics. It's just – it's absolutely gone nuts. So, you know, Elizabeth Warren, she milked her quote-unquote Native American ancestry for all it was worth. But then when you get busted – for not actually being Native American, then you get mocked for it. You get to call your critics racist. Now, yeah. explain that to me. I mean, that's, that doesn't even – you lied. People criticized you when you got caught in a lie. And so basically everybody wants to call you a racist for calling the person out for lying. And they're the same race as you. That's, that's the world – that's the logic. That's the illogical world we're living in today. Absolutely ridiculous. So Rob Lowe did the deal, of course, obviously – uh, everybody thinks Elizabeth Warren was the victim, so, you know, yeah, blah, well, blah, blah. Nobody on either side is going to let that go. It's too much fun with that. Well, he followed up. He deleted the tweet, but he says, I deleted my Elizabeth Warren tweet. It was a joke, and some peeps got upset, and that's never my intention. On the good side, I just got to use the Oxford comma. So, yeah, I'm not sure he knows what the Oxford comma is. Uh, but he says, observation, many polarizing politicians actually like each other privately help each other and publicly stir the pot playing for the votes. That's fine. Only thing wrong with it is when we buy it whole cloth breeding intolerance, anger, and total inability to laugh at anything. So, yeah, I agree with that. There's a time, you know, when politicians were open game for mockery, but now, you know, you got to be perpetually offended. And, and, you know, that's one of the things you can't do anymore. You can't be humorous. What so, about political cartoons? I mean, those right. are have been around for so my buddy of Tony years. Tony Branco, uh, uh, he, he puts the Branco cartoon political cartoons out every day. I share them. I, he's one of our web editors. He he sends them out on our uh, group email every morning for people to share if they want to. I share them. People lose their freaking minds. Some of them are funny. Sometimes I have to go read and know why it's funny. Yeah, <laughs> you go for kind of. No, I mean it's, it makes it's, me go discover people, something that I didn't know. <laughs> they lose their mind because they can't they can't do it. So I'm not apologizing. I've told you that over and over again. I'm not apologizing for making jokes. Not doing it. Won't do it. Uh, if you apologize, you're admitting guilt. <clears throat> I don't want to make anybody upset either. I mean, but you know what? If, if we've talked about this, if you're doing comedy and you're making jokes and you don't make people feel a little bit uncomfortable, you're not doing comedy. You're just not. People have to feel uncomfortable. I have had plenty of people who have sent me messages after the fact that say, we got up and left your show because we were offended by the opener or you talked about, you know, this or that. I laugh at those people as they're walking out the door offended. Exactly. Because I find that funny because I see that and they have, you know, and they're coming out the door and they're voicing, well, I just, that wasn't what I, you know. That ain't what I wanted. It wasn't political enough. It wasn't political or, enough. This, I this wanted a political. And, so I laugh you know. at them as they're going out the door. <clears throat> the guy the other day sent me a message. He said, we left when you started ma making fun of California. This was the Redding show. He said, he said, when you were making fun of California, we just, we'd had enough. And really? so we left. And he said, you should do more uh, family political comedy. And I'm like, I was doing it, making fun of California. That was the That's whole point. I was making political jokes about California. We usually make fun of Wherever, wherever we we're are. at, it yeah, could sure. be, you know, 
In you Texas. can't make fun of California. We can make fun of Texas. Different parts of Texas. Sure. Different, you know. Yee yee. If you can, <laughs> are you reading my? Yeah, hat? you got a yee yee hat on. If you're not, if you're not making fun of California, you're not paying attention. That's true. And I love Californians. I, we I got like California. Great, we got great fans in California. We do. We got great people who support us. We've never had an unsuccessful show in California, and we've done what fifteen now. Yeah, in, all and they, California. they show up. Yeah, they come out, and we've got yeah. we got several more California shows lined up. And guess what? I'm going to do when I get there. Make fun of California. You're damn right, I'm going to make fun of California. <laughs> the place exists to take your money. It exists. I mean, it it looks for ways. They're taxing. They're trying to put a tax on public water usage. Now they're trying to they're trying to make you pay for public water. Now I know what the taxes are when we get out of there at night. Yeah, after a show, brutal. merchandise, everything is. I have brutal. to fill out applications every year so just so I can work in California, just so they'll collect the right amount of taxes. Yep. You go to California. Uh, you know, L.A. has now claimed a sanctuary city status or whatever. It, it's a joke, dude. Taxes that high, and look at the homeless population. Look at the, all the problems they have in the inner cities. They do. So they have. It's, you have a. Uh, tell me how that's working for you. Well, okay. So California. Let's talk about that for a minute, because California is number one in almost everything. Uh, most industries, agriculture, all those things. But it's a big state. It's a big state. There's there's more agriculture there than than a lot of places. People don't realize. But in terms of, you know, their economy, their economy is uh, they produce a lot in California, but they tax the hell out of everybody. That's why uh, and California is still growing. I mean, people are coming in there. They can't keep up with the housing market because in California, <clears throat> that's why houses are so expensive, because rather than put a neighborhood in, California realizes it's more valuable to put a box store in or a shopping center in that land because you can tax it more and make more money off of it. So there's not enough houses for everybody. Therefore, you're spending one and a half million dollars for a two bedroom shack in San Diego. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> anyway, California, but, but you got a minimum wage is 15 bucks an hour, right? Hey. Yeah. And, and they're going out of business. Yeah. Places are going out of business because they can't afford 15 bucks. It's true. No, I believe it. Crazy. I read a story about that the other day, that uh, one of the deals, it was just talking about it's a dismal failure. Well, I mean, no kidding. Hang on, I'm going to drink some apple juice. Mm, I didn't bring any apple juice. But we I got did, a whole bar over I there. I did bring my water. We got a stocked bar. Can they see the bar over here behind me? Yeah, see? We're going to fill that sucker up with Redneck Riviera. I've got it all bought, and we haven't filled it up yet. If you haven't tried Redneck Riviera, I know I'm not talking to you. I'm I talking to the say, listeners. I have tried it. <laughs> it's good stuff, and you can get it for under 25 bucks a bottle. That's yep. a deal, my friend. At my Super Bowl party, that's what I served. Yeah. Yeah, John Rich would be proud. It you should have well. invited John Rich to your he, I don't think he's probably party. busy. I don't think he would come step foot in your house, party foul. I don't uh, think he would. Uh, he we'll might. ask him. All right, we'll ask him. It's <laughs> nothing fancy. <laughs> oh. John was sick, man. We were in Nashville, and, and John couldn't visit with us because he was sick. Everybody was sick. I'm Every, falling apart. Everybody's here. been sick for the last a little some kind of little bug or something. Yeah. Well, we don't get sick. Nope. I'm you know over why? mine. You know why? Because we drink the apple juice. That's it. The apple juice. Did you uh, Did you watch the um, Saturday Night Live uh, when they were talking about the Virginia blackface scandal? No, I didn't watch yeah. any Saturday Night Live. I don't watch.
watch it either. But you can go to politicalcowboy.com, find out all about it. Oh, I can. I'll have to do that. Yeah. Is that your website? Yeah. I should check it out sometime. We're doing an overhaul on watchchad.com. Yeah. That's going to be great. And uh, it's going to be beautiful. Bigger, bigger batter, bigger, better. Bigger, better, better. Bigger, better, better. Bigger, better, better. Yeah. So, anyway, I, uh, I, uh, talking about apologizing. So, but, so Ralph Northam, who the Virginia governor, who was pictured, he's either in blackface or he's, he's in a KKK robe. And he wouldn't say like which he was in the picture. He apologized for it, but then he came back later on and, and he so says, that, what was his, he says, I'm not, I, I, I vividly, uh, don't remember. <laughs> That's what he, he said. vividly doesn't remember. Well, what are the two people? They're in a picture together, right? Yeah. What are they doing in that picture? They were at a party. Are they just standing there? Yeah. Showing unity? Or no, they were. They were. So they, they were, they were like a Halloween party. Okay. Well, they were show. They were saying, "Hey, now we get along." Or yeah. Okay. Now, lest you forget, uh, this is the guy who advocated for the murder of newborn babies, not unborn babies. Um, yeah. Because yeah, Virginia's in a. They're in a little pickle there aren't they yeah so i invite i advise you to you can go watch the the skit the videos on politicalcowboy.com this is good stuff i tell you what man i don't this is good stuff it's the best apple juice mm. takes care of my shakes way to fill the void while i was drinking there steve oh, well, I, was Golly, still, I was watching air you drink space. and i was like i looked up and i'm they like should give you a show a microphone no it'd be dead air it would be, dead be air. the name of the show's dead air i know <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Dead air with Party Foul Steve. Yes. People can just Sit listen to listen you breathe. To silent. <sighs> just listen to you <sighs> breathe and fart every now and then. Yep. Every now and then. Tell me a story. I feel like I should be doing something with my hands. I'm like, you know me. I'm always like doing something with my hands. Don't tearing give stuff me up, don't give me fodder for great you know? jokes right now, Steve, right, about so what you can do with your hands. Try not to pick my nose because you know. Yeah, you're are, you're being watched. In the old, hundreds, old days on the podcast, hundreds I just of thousands did everything of I wanted to do. Now, yeah. I hope it's hundreds of millions. It's going to be. It's there going go. to be. We're going to have just a huge lineup of guests and celebrities and non-celebrities. We're gonna. <laughs> we're not going to discriminate. We're going to have all the people on here because we love all the people. It's That's fantastic. We're, we're going to have to pull some more chairs in here so we can have more than just two. We'll though. get a choir. Yeah, we'll get a it. whole choir in here, Steve. All right, let's we do will. That. Jade's going to be on the show a lot. Nice. Everybody loves Jade. Jade was supposed to be working two days a week. That was her schedule at the clinic, right? Okay. She she hadn't missed a day in months. I mean, she's, well, she's been working nonstop. So she's saving up for a nice. I don't know what she's doing. I haven't seen a penny of all that doctor and money. There you go. I haven't seen a penny of it. You know, I've never made a dime off of YouTube. I just got my ten ninety nine in from YouTube. Mm-hmm. Jade's gotten every penny of that. I've never seen a penny of it. It goes into her bank account. Because when I started on YouTube, I was thinking, well, there's nobody watching this stuff. So I just, when I set up the AdSense account to begin with, I set it up just direct deposit into her account because that was the handiest checkbook I had was her deal. I didn't put it in mine because I was thinking, I'm not going to make any money off of this. The, <laughs> so, okay. She's ex- gotten it all. Ex- okay, YouTube, you can have individual chan- you have an individual channel yep. on there that just has your content. Yep. So, but you can place links on Facebook and stuff that go straight to that YouTube yep. page. Okay. Because that's the only time I ever really go to YouTube is if it comes up on Facebook and I click on it. Yeah. It takes me there. 
or if I need instructions on how to replace a filter or something. Oh yeah, like I'll that. go for stuff like that. I'll yeah. go look up that. That's how yeah. I learned. I fixed my washer. I fixed my dryer. <laughs> um, two or three different things I've yeah. done. I went to, and followed the steps on a YouTube. That's video. That's how Mark became director of this show. Hey, he learned how to direct. All YouTube, one hundred percent. School of Hard Knocks. Is that YouTube. how you learned podcast? Uh, I'm still no. I need to watch a video. Watch a video. On I podcast. should watch. It. I should do a video how about to videos. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I but I think that I think that um, social media. Y'all have heard me talk about this over and over again. Social media. It's absolute. It's 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 a dumpster fire. I mean, it really is. It. I I don't know. It in the long run. It's going to be the end of all of us. It really is. It's the end of all of us because I don't think we're we're supposed to be that connected all the time. No, but I think especially for, you know, these days and times when families are, live all over the place. Yeah. It's not like the old days where everybody lived on the same farm and or next door. I mean, they still do in my hometown, but uh, <clears throat> a lot of people move out and kids move. And the next thing you know, your family spread out all over the country. You can go on Facebook and you know what all your cousins are doing. I don't want to know what my cousins are doing. Sometimes you, I just want to spy on them, you know. You want to see what that girl you used to like is doing and you're glad you don't like her no more. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like to see how her life's failed. Yes. After she dumped me. Yes. I don't want to know what my cousins are doing necessarily. But, I mean, you should be able to pick up a phone and call. But I, I, I get what you're saying. But I think it's just made people too brazen. You know, it's we're tied. We're you know, like I've told you before, we used to sit on the toilet and read the shampoo bottle. Yeah. Now we take our phones in there, yeah. and every phone on the planet's been with you in the toilet. Oh yeah, it has. So that they, when they say here, talk to Aunt Carla. Think about that when they hand you that phone. Aunt Carla's Aunt Carla, on the pot right yeah, now. She's talking to you from her toilet. Yeah. So I don't like. I can't be. I personally can't be friends with my children on Facebook. Um, just it's unsafe. I don't people. I don't want people knowing. Because they would see the connections yeah. that are there. Oh, yeah. People see the connections hate. as it is, and they start people friend and do all this kind of stuff, and they try to make those connections that, yeah. that are, oh, well, I know your dad. or <laughs> I know, And they're like, yeah, I, my kids will say, Dad, who's this? I have no idea. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, and you know, I've got, I got daughters. I mean, you know, I don't, want, I don't want these crazy people that are, you know, they don't need to know they're connected to me. Yeah. How many of, social media platforms are you on right now? So I have five specific Facebook pages. I have several others that are on there that no one knows that I'm connected to. Okay. Uh, things like Tribunist, Tribunist.com, which is another news platform. Um, I'm on the advisory board of that. The There's a few of them out there that are like that that I have. Um, there's some social channels. Uh, and then, of course, I have Twitter, I have Instagram, I have Snapchat, although I don't use Snapchat. I don't, I'm not Snapchat. I was going to say, that's kind of for kids, isn't it? And for well, I don't know. I mean, you know, there's boobs. no way, I don't know how you would effectively share communication the way I enjoy it via Snapchat. Yeah. Pictures, I, I understand. Instagram, you know, that's, that's about as visual as I need to get. Uh, you know, I've got about a hundred, I don't have a huge Instagram following. Yeah. Instagram's kind of becoming, it's kind of became the mainstream for a lot of people as far as their social media because, well, because it is as simple as a picture <clears throat> and, yeah. you know, flip through pictures. What's a Facebook platform 
for pictures. I mean, basically, and they, you know, Facebook's added the 24 hour story to it. And, you know, for those of you who don't know, Facebook owns Instagram. So, and Twitter's, Twitter's just horrible, but I can't get away from it. I mean, honestly, when, if there's something breaking, it's newsworthy. I, uh, I jump on Twitter. Yeah. I see people's responses. I kind of go look at Twitter, but I don't get on there much. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. uh, I, I, I can't, I can't tweet a lot. I really can't because I get mad. If I get on there very much, like I'll go, like I'll drink a little apple juice and jump on Twitter and that's when it, it gets legit then. Late night on a, on a Saturday night, whatever. It gets legit. And, uh, I ain't a fan of that. I'm not posting that picture on Instagram. Because it brings bad things out of me. Let me see it. Yeah. I'm smiling for Steve. There you go. This is for Instagram, though. Yeah. There you go. I'll put it in my story. There you go. Boom. I got to lose weight again. I'm feeling bloated. You got to start. Let me see. start now. How's that? Let me see. Like that? No. Yeah. I didn't like that either. You're a really bad photographer, dude. Well, I want to stay. Oh, there we go. How about some angle to it? I guess. Whatever. Steve, quit. Just quit. I'm not. Gosh. What does that look? Anyway. Just quit. No, I'm not very good at. I I can take pictures of myself. Oh, we know that. (laughs) I should do that. They used to call me the selfie king. You're the selfie king. No, I kind of laid laid off the selfies for a long time. Yeah. Me too. Looks funny with a big black mic in my mouth. Whoa, whoa. (laughs) Whoa. You're a mess, dude. That's funny. How are we doing on time? Good Lord have mercy. 26 minutes. 26 minutes. Feels like we've been talking for hours. I know. It goes by fast but in a way not when you're on so what's on what not when you're on it drags it drags tell me about a young steve powell that's what, what i want to know what, how young how how young do you want to get we don't really want to know the um the uh i know everything there is to know about you steve uh, powell that's good yeah party keep, keep it to Bow. yourself steve so how's your wife doing she's doing great yeah. you should know she's probably already texted she you probably is I'll be texting you. She keeps me in the loop. Yep. Yeah. When I dropped you off the other week uh, at your house, she texted me about an hour later and said, please take him back. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were sick uh, oh. and you were, you were being the whiny baby. Oh, yeah. She says I'm just the biggest whiny baby. I just yeah. Most of the time I want to be left alone. Right. So if I'm Titty sick, baby. That's yeah, what Heath Oaks so. calls them. Titty babies. So she says I'm a big baby. Yeah. Well, you're a big baby. Nice. But no, I am... Um, I uh, <clears throat> I think it's funny. I you know the social media stuff has been a blessing in so many ways, but I you get to a point where you really just want to t- turn it all off. You know, you just want to turn it all off. But I but you can't. You know, yeah. anybody out there that is doing anything successful in the entertainment business, uh, if you're trying to make it in business these days, social media is your main driver. You've got to have it. Every business, if you don't have social media, you're, yeah, you got to have it. You're losing business. Well, it's it's that's where your marketing takes place, you know. And so I have people who will jump on there and they complain. You know, I've had people who have complained about saying we have got too many commercials or whatever on the podcast or whatever. But yet, you just said you wanted it for free. Yeah, you, I mean that's how that's how you get it for free. Is that's how we pay for these things. So I mean, look at this beautiful studio. Yeah, you think Mark Tate works for free? He don't work for free. I don't, I don't work for free. No. 
Not too yeah, much. So we need sponsors. <laughs> we lost all of our sponsors when we switched from Podcast One we, we, and we, came over to. So we lost Squatty Potty. Let me let me talk to you about the power of the potty. We lost Squatty Potty. We lost Blink Home Security. We lost uh, uh, the. They weren't a sponsor for long, but it was basically the Liquid Viagra. You're still you're still giving them spots. I know. I'm a giver. Uh, but now got, we got Road Armor. Yeah. And and they're not a podcast sponsor, but we'll talk about them. We got Redneck Riviera. They're great guys. We got American Hat Company. Bam. Bam. We got look at these Finolio boots right there. They give me, but you know, uh, RW Arms. RW Arms. We got guns. We need to trick this place out with some guns. Yeah, Murray. That's what we need to do. We need. We need. We need to, we need a rifle yeah. propped up against Herbert the Deer. Studio twenty two gets crazy in here. They are fifteen right across his horns. Yeah. I think I bet this place is haunted, man. You think? I don't know. We're gonna get my buddy Dave Schrader in here. I had Dave Schrader, he's a paranormal expert. I don't know how you become that, other than you just hanging out hang out in weird places and call yourself an expert. He was on the podcast a while back and Yeah. It's creepy stuff, dude. But anyway, back to social media. You gotta have it. You gotta do it, and it's it gives you that platform. You gotta you gotta know how to run it. You've come a long way with it. I've I've tried. Yeah, I've tried. Matter of fact, I think it was about four years ago when I was like I was really started doing research on podcast, and I talked to it about a couple of friends, and they're like, yeah, that sounds cool, you know. But I had no idea what it was, what I wanted it. I knew what I wanted it to be, but yeah. I didn't. Yeah. So because. I'm never political. I, you know, as far as politics, that that was not even never a thought in my head to go have a podcast where I talked politics. And now you're a radical. Yeah, radical. But uh, so no, I was, you know, at that time I was working in the in the music scene in the Texas music scene, and I thought about doing hey some type of podcast or something that you could, you know, a behind the scenes kind of podcast, not with right. the front men of bands and stuff, but like the guys on the road with them the guys that never get any you know they don't get a lot of spotlight you don't right. know who the well uh, you know we do because we you know we've been Im immersed in the scene for a long time we do know the players and they're you know their merch guys their stuff like that but there's so many others out there that don't know and they're like what that guy's a you know he may be playing steel guitar but he's working on his accounting degree and he's right you know that kind of thing and uh but anyway, I wanted to do something along those lines where I talked to those back, you know, men. And anyway, it never happened. <laughs> we'll get them on this show. We'll do it. Yeah, absolutely. We got to get something. our buddy Granger Smith on here. Yeah, that's going to happen. We got some. We got some great stuff coming up. That's going to be really cool. Can we talk about that yet? I think we, we can talk about it a little bit. But yeah, so so Granger and uh, his guys have invited us. Down to Austin, he's working on a new music video and uh, for Earl Dibbles. Earl Dibbles Jr. Yeah, yeah. And he uh, put in a dip, put a dip in. Crack a cold. Crack a cold. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, he's invited us to come down and be a part of that. Should be fun. Should be interesting. Yeah. He just wants us to share his stuff. Hey. On our massive social media. Well, and but we see, that's the thing these days. So, our buddy Aaron Watson. Aaron has become hugely successful in a big, big way uh, with his music. But that was whenever whenever his last record, Vaquero, came out, he hustled. He called me. He called a number of other people. Uh, he was here at The Blaze, came on with Glenn. Um, and 
he just he found influencers who would share the record. And so that was the deal when it came out. Number one on. And it went number one without being a part of a major label. He was on Billboard's number one. It was number one album in the country when it was released because of social media influencers. So you see the power of that, the yeah. power of social media. You know, God forbid you can't tell jokes about Pocahontas or, you know, <laughs> Elizabeth Warren anymore. You know, I, I've told this before. My favorite post of all time, I got crucified for it because the joke was uh, karate is Japanese for my kid can't hit a curveball. Oh. <laughs> you might be onto something there. <laughs> and people lost their freaking minds. How dare I insult karate like that? You know, how my son has special needs and all of my kids were in do, karate. They, Shut they, up. <laughs> exactly. I mean, whoopie doo. I mean, you know, okay. So karate helped you. That's fantastic. I made a joke about it. Get over yourself. You know, I mean, it's, it's, that's still one of my all time favorite jokes. And that's that to me is another one, and it's not. If they would original. have karate when I was a kid, I'd have been in karate. <laughs> not on the baseball field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, for me, social media was always an outlet for jokes, whether they were mine or I shared somebody else's, or just I wanted to put a smile on people's face. You know, they're going through their day, humdrum, blah blah blah. That's what gave me the boost on social media was getting on there and being humorous. You know, not being silly, but just having an observation that's humorous, you know? And so <clears throat> it grew the platform. People can't take jokes anymore, though. Nope. There's power in social media. So we are about to be working on a book. I'm writing a book, and we'll talk more about that on down the road. But we full, fully intend to use the power of social media to move that book, yeah. you know? Uh, John Rich and I are working on a song together. That's that's pretty funny and lighthearted. It, it's and we're we're going to try to get some folks involved, like Kid Rock and Gretchen Wilson, and you know those kind of folks to do some stuff with us. But um, we're going to put it on social media. And we're going to sell it. We're going to put it on iTunes, and all the proceeds we're going to send to Folds of Honor. You know, it's a great organization. So it's you know power social media. It ain't social and it ain't media. I don't know what it is, but it's something else. It is. Yeah. And uh, it, it's it's amazing because we do have a, a lot of friends that have a lot of influence mm -hmm. that are all out there willing to do the same thing for yeah. each other. You know, I've done a lot of projects with Adley Stump. You know, Adley's got a great Instagram. Uh, she's she's constantly moving and shaking and entertaining and uh, beyond just her singing career. But she's also doing a lot, you know, it's funny. And uh, great stuff. She and I have collaborated together on a number of projects, and it's just exponential. So that's one of the reasons why I'm excited to be on uh, Blaze TV. And when I came on board with CRTV and then they merged, I, I was excited about it because there's power in numbers, you know. And Blaze has been hugely helpful in promoting me, the launch of Humor Me, this show, you know, giving us the promo codes, giving us the ability to to, to market ourselves out there, and uh, and then they're sharing it. You know, my buddy uh, John Miller that hosts White House Brief on Blaze TV. He he shared the podcast today, and that's great. You know, I shared his the other day. He shared mine. I didn't ask him. He didn't ask nice. me. We just I like his show, and uh, that's great because I could tell you this. I've been on other podcast platforms in the year where there was no other talent sharing my stuff there. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and, and you do have those that will reach out to you and say, hey, do this for me. Can you do this? Yeah. And you go, yeah, I'll do it. Then the next thing you do is you're doing something. You put it out there and say, hey, can you do this? And you don't hear from them. <laughs> it happens. Happen. You just have to put that little check mark in the back of your head. Yeah. We don't help go, them eh. people anymore. Yeah. We don't help They're those just folks. It's like, all right. Yeah. No. It's, a, you know. It is I've a scratch. <clears throat> and the other thing that people have to realize that they don't realize when it comes to social media is, so I can't just do anything. Like, I, I, like I, I have a personal policy with social media. I don't share GoFundMe pages. Yeah. Because whether they're legitimate causes or not, I can't because if I do one, I got to do them all, yeah. you know, and I get daily. I've caught, I've caught a lot of blowback from that too, because people are like, you know what, why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you use your platform to help these people? And I'm like, well, I help a lot of people, but I, but I also get a dozen requests a day to share GoFundMe pages. If I shared them all, we just have a page full of GoFundMes, you yeah. know? Well, now everything is a fundraiser. Everybody's birthday is a fundraiser. Yeah. It's like, can't even yeah. keep up. That was cool though. I raised we raised I raised nine thousand dollars. I raised five hundred. Look at you. I raised so, nine thousand for American Valor. Mine was for American Valor. Yeah. It was it's over five hundred. I don't know where it's at right now. Yeah, people need to come to the American Valor. They need to come to the Chris Kyle Memorial Benefit on May fourth, uh, in the stockyards there in Fort Worth. Uh you can get tickets on my website, watch chad dot com. Did you buy my tickets? I don't know you. Come Dude, on. I don't know you. Can you get me in? Put me on the guest list. You'll be fine. Okay. I'm quite certain you'll be fine. But the, uh, <clears throat> no, there, there's power in social media with things like that. I, but, I, you know, people ask me to share things. Can you share my new song? Can you share this? Can you, I can't do that for everybody. Can't do that. Now, I, as I said, there are channels that are I'm connected to that people don't know about. I can help run them through that. But if I, you know, people every day are asking me to share their videos or share something that they, you know, it's just you can't. You be, I'm inundated with that stuff. So, okay, it's my page. Damn it, it is your page, and yeah. I run into the same thing a little bit. Not on your scale, but I get tagged in other people's posts. Yeah, about stuff. And if I put all of that, every oh, no, I time it from I got the timeline, that's what I say. If yeah. I allowed everything on my timeline that I was tagged yeah. in, I had never see anything that I did. Yeah, <laughs> because because what people don't understand about it is they think that by tagging people that their post is going to get a bigger reach. Well, it's not. So let's say you have, you know, I have these guys who are having some big grand opening event and they'll tag 95 people. Yep, they're hurting themselves. You're hurting yourself because what you just did is, <clears throat> okay, so I have 2 million people that follow one of my pages. Well, if I tag you in it, I just brought my reach down to how big your reach is. You know what I'm saying? So I have to throw a wider net. I got I, I have to leave it more generic. I don't. I try not to put the URLs directly in the deal because they're not going to share third-party websites. Facebook doesn't want you leaving their website going to another website. They want you on their website. So if you're sharing YouTube videos or you're sharing URLs to another website, they're going to kill the traffic to that. If I'm tagging you in everything, it's going to kill the traffic because that I just made my reach the same size as yours because you because it's the lowest common denominator that's there. So, <clears throat> anyway, people, everyone wants to tag you and stuff. Hide, 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 or I untag myself. You know, yeah. Get out of there. I don't, I don't hardly tag you in anything. And it's not to be rude to people. It's just social media is my business, and I have to run my business the right way. We need, we need a Facebook type of platform 
that does give free speech, that doesn't hinder the algorithms, that doesn't hinder the traffic. It needs to be something. Somebody needs to develop something. Because let me tell you something. Facebook, we went from, you know, 700,000 visitors a day on politicalcowboy.com down to 30,000 visitors a day overnight. I mean, just bam, they cut it down by three-quarters of a million. It's ridiculous. So, anyway, it's because, again, they, they start cracking down on what they deem fake news. Well, I mean, if people are that gullible and that stupid that they can't fact check something on their own, it's or, not Facebook or to read police. something and understand that this is their opinion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so Facebook cracks down on all that stuff. But if I want to put, you know, we scramble sometimes to sell tickets to shows because we put the link out there. And what happens? Facebook kills it. Somebody uh, wrote them something yesterday and said, thank you for sharing this. I never see Chad's post anymore. Yeah. And so oh, it's, still, it's still happening. Trust me, I know. So we did the video the other day where we were we were uh, the teaser video for Humor Me, which is my show on Blaze, and we did the teaser video with Larry Gatlin and John Rich who were talking about masculinity. Then we did the Jim Acosta spoof video. <laughs> now, now the, the one on masculinity is at 4 million views, okay? And share counts are through the roof. I don't care about views. I care about the shares. So we get on the um, the Jim Acosta one, does half a million. Sounds like a lot of numbers. For me, it's not. Then we do the one about getting offended, half a million, like 480,000 views. It's terrible numbers. Terrible numbers. And, you know, I you know why? why? Why does one on masculinity explode when we're talking about real manhood? And I, and I think I have my reasons why, but... And then you, you know, other ones that are funny and just as humorous. I think the bottom line is certain topics people don't feel comfortable sharing, but I also believe they're not seeing it because the algorithms are getting shut down. It's probably a little both, but I do. You're you're on on point where you're talking about a topic that is that they can go. You know, I wholeheartedly agree with this topic. I'm sharing it. Yeah. And boom, something that's funny. They go, oh, that's funny, and they might scroll on. And it, and it's safe to share. Because, yeah. you know, if you share it, you're in the workplace or whatever, and you can't, you know, blah, blah, blah. Your boss is checking your deal. But, you know, they're wanting to, in certain states, they're wanting to start checking your Internet search history for, like, the last three years and what you've done on social media for the last three years before you can even buy a gun. Yeah. Your search history for three years? I don't want to shoot any lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Search history? Oh, man. It's funny stuff, except it's scary. It is scary, and it's true. Yeah. Are we getting back on the keto? Yeah. When? Tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Tomorrow. I'm good. I had a great weigh in. It's time to start bulking up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> bulking up. Yeah. <clears throat> so you Lord. have to see. You have to watch the podcast, or you don't get That's see right. any muscle up. Yeah. I, I was I think I've gained about five pounds back. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's unsatisfactory. Two days ago I weighed two oh two. I was down I had gotten down to one ninety six. But I didn't stay there. That was just dehydrated. Oh. I yeah. was gonna say I had a day Take full two of, bottles of water, you'll get it back. I had a day <laughs> full of diarrhea. And it was rough. Uh, Speaking of that, I gotta end this episode because I gotta go to the bathroom. Oh. Uh, I know. If you could fill the airtime, I'd just go and no, I don't yeah. want to feel that much time. I know yeah. how long you take it. It takes there. a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I get my phone out. I, I start checking social media. 
Yeah. What better place? Well, let's close this thing out and you check, can take care of that. You can check out your crap while you're on the crapper. Yeah. You yeah. know, the commode was. I could do it on your bottom You know, the, co- the commode was made, invented by a man named John Crapper. No, I did not. You're making that up. Nope. Look it up. No, Google I'm, it. What am I Googling? John, John Crapper. Crapper. <laughs> I think his first name was John. We'll find out here in a minute. I'm telling you, you listen to the Chad Brather show, you will learn things. I should. Do you know how to spell Crapper? I got to figure out how to spell John first. You don't, did you, <laughs> you don't even know what an Oxford comma is. It's a myth. Oh, my Lord. John Crapper myth. I'm looking at it. The history mm. of the outhouse. The Crapper myth. The myth. What are you on? No, I'm on Google. Fact checking? Yes, fact oh, checking. Google tells the truth all the time. Myth. Yeah. Thomas Crapper invented the toilet. True. He purchased some patents and made some improvements. So, so am I right or am I right? You're kind of right, but I mean, you you know, the crapper yeah. was invented by the Romans. Yep. How about that? So there you go. What? Did you, did you find something better? Steve Helms says, where are you at? I'm at Piranhas having sushi and drinks. Come join. I'd rather stick a pitchfork in my eye than join Steve Helms. Next thing, he'll be wanting to be on the show. Oh, he'll want to be on it. Yeah. You know, you, you talk, you try to get, Steve's worse than you. How's that? It oh, talk, yeah, he's talking. He is. He's like, oh, thanks, man. Thanks. Say, I really like that song you wrote. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Steve Helms, I keep trying to think of it. Is he the, he's that guy that's on Troy Aikman's video. <laughs> right? <laughs> on Troy Aikman's music video. <laughs> yep. That yep. the guy? Yeah. Yep, Steve Helms. He's on uh, Troy Aikman's video. That's yeah. great. All right. We're going to check out of here. We love y'all. God bless you. Go to watchchad.com. Check it out. Find a show coming near you. We're going to be in Ramona, California. We're going to be in Anaheim, California. Cali, Cali, Cali. We're going to go to uh, Springfield, Missouri. And we're going to be in Boise. In May, we're going to – you don't know this. No, I don't know we this. We're just got- announcing this. Boise. Casper, Wyoming, Idaho Falls, and Spokane. So it'll be we'll be we were there last year. We're coming back to those four again. Nice. Yep. And uh, we're going to be in Everett on March the second yeah. or March the third. No, March the second. Yeah. Everett, Washington, the historic Everett Theater. March the second. Yeah, we have a six hour flight there. North of Seattle, and uh, it's going to be fun. We we packed that sucker out last year. We're going to pack it out again. So do it. Yep. And uh, anyway, thanks for being on. Thanks for hanging out. I'll do it again. I, I'm sure you will. You <laughs> vain son of a. I love you guys. God bless you. Thanks for watching. Go to blazetv.com slash Chad. Sign up for the shows and uh, use the promo code Chad. Or you can just use CPS. CPS for Chad Prather Show. Let's just admire the logo here. Look at the logo. Look at it, Steve. I got to look Stand at it. it. Yeah, look at there. If you're not watching... You don't know what we're talking about. So for Silent Herbert, the dead deer, sitting in Studio 22, we'll see you guys next time. Coming to you four times a week. Love y'all. God bless. Bye.